Thais Gibson, and I'm the co-owner and creator of the Personal Development School. This is your daily breakthrough video, and in this video, I want to talk to you a little bit about how your attachment style impacts the different areas of your life and how literally your attachment style will impact all areas. It literally bleeds in, in a way, to everything. So I'm going to go through and tell you a little bit about the different patterns you should recognize when it comes to your attachment style and how it kind of spills into these different areas, and a little bit about what you can do about the parts of this you feel disempowered by. Before I dive into all of this, we are still doing our With You sale to support our community. I know it's been a really wild and crazy few days for a lot of people um, in the United States and in different parts of the world as a whole. And I know 2020 in general has just been kind of a crazy time. So as long as there is the level of uncertainty that there is, we are going to continue to hold our 25% off promotion, which basically gives you access to um, different membership courses. So you can do like the three, six or 12 month bundle of memberships or not membership courses, but like the all access membership pass. And um, with that, you get access to our 40 plus pre-recorded courses. I add new courses every month. Um, our four, our, our 400, our 200 um, webinars in the webinar library. And we're doing four new webinars every single week um, that I do as live webinars with our students. And then we also have our attachment coach events um, where there are mastermind groups, guided morning and evening routines and socials to be, be able to connect with like-minded people on the platform and their belief reprogramming events with the attachment coaches and basically it's all over video. So you can see people, talk to people, meet people who are similar, and that will hopefully help to offset some of the isolation and just challenges that, that we're facing right now. So um, let me know if there's anything else I can do to support you guys in the comments below videos you want to see anything like that. And I'm making like a consistent daily video. I think I've done it for I don't know, at least six months now, hopefully. Um, until all of this is over, I'm going to keep making these videos daily, 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 and then maybe we'll do like every few days. But um, let me know anything you want to see in the comments below and I will happily do my best to be able to support you in whatever that whatever way that looks like. Um, so let's talk about this video. So your attachment style, think of it as being this, okay? And this wasn't originally John Bowlby's work. This is actually something I created when I saw so many clients in my practice and I noticed all these different patterns. So your attachment style basically comes with specific core wounds that get imprinted upon you in childhood that are a large contributor of what creates your attachment style. And these core wounds, as well as these needs that we tend to have, as well as the types of emotions we tend to feel as a daily basis are all associated with different attachment styles. So for example, the anxious preoccupied attachment style, one of their major core wounds is I am not good enough or I will be abandoned. And um, the needs that they have in terms of relationships, but also as it relates to all seven areas of their life are things like inclusion, connection, validation, certainty. And so this isn't just like in the relationship area of your life. This is with your coworkers. This is for what you're looking for to a certain degree with your job and the qualities. Like if you're an anxious preoccupied, you're going to do better in a job um, that has more certainty, but that also has more personal connection that allows you to emotionally relate to people and connect to people and work with people and teams and be around people. You're not going to do as well in an isolated event the emotions and the emotional area of life that you're likely to see more often. 
Our um, anxious, preoccupied struggle with feelings of loneliness more often, whereas dismissive avoidance as a general rule struggle with more shame. So I have a course coming out um, for this month and it literally is all about your attachment style in the workplace and the habits you're likely to have, the things you're gonna wanna look for when you're, when you're selecting jobs, the patterns you might run into, the different relationship challenges you might have in the workplace. So like your attachment style isn't just in the workplace, it's in the relationship area of your life, obviously, friends, family, romantic relationships. It shows up in the workplace specifically, not just in your working relationships, but also in terms of the needs that you have and the things you're looking for in that space. Then it affects us mentally, the, the topics we like to learn about and some of the opinions we're more slanted towards having based on our attachment style. Um, and then also emotionally. So in our emotional area of our life, we all have different emotional patterns. Just like I was saying, anxious, preoccupied, feel loneliness more or worry, fear, dismissive avoidance, feel more irritable, um, often frustrated or trapped um, more often. And then shame is a huge emotion. So we have like a specific core emotional patterns we experience because of our attachment style in the emotional area of our lives. So literally, if we look at the seven areas of life, we've got our relationship area, mental, emotional area, um, Spiritual area, it's like a little bit more neutral across career, financial area, literally in the financial area of your life, anxious, preoccupied as a general rule, um, are have a tendency to, to um, spend their money more on other people and value relationships over career and, and making money unless they tie being abundant um, to getting some kind of relationship needs met, like approval, connection, validation, things like that. And then they're more financially driven as a general rule. So it's usually tied back into these things. And you can use that awareness as like a leverage point for if you're feeling unmotivated around your finances, you can perceptually tie in, okay, my conscious goal, let's say to make more money to subconscious needs. If your highest need is emotional connection or approval or closeness, you know, then you're going to go in that direction. You can tie these things together and see how one supports the other. And then naturally you're going to have more subconscious intrinsic motivation. So we have all these areas of life that are being impacted and the physical area of our life, not so much. Um, there's no like major correlation there, but five out of the seven areas of our lives. I mean, you can still look at like leverage points from a physical perspective. You're likely to go to the gym. If you're going with friends, if you're, you, or, if, you know, being active, if you're going on a walk and a hiking group or things like this, there's still those points of leverage. So you can see how like your attachment style spills into everything. And I'm going to talk a little bit about anxious preoccupied, and those are not their only core wounds. The other core wounds besides I will be rejected, I will be abandoned, I'm excluded, I am disliked, I am not good enough, um, I am unsafe if I feel any shift in a pattern, right? It can be really scary and, and painful. And so these are some major core wounds, there are others, but those are the, the most prevalent ones. And then needs, you're gonna need as an anxious preoccupied attachment cell, um, connection. You're going to need to choose workplaces and motivate yourself based on, are there people around? Is there connection? Are there things that are establishing my need for closeness and certainty and validation? Do I have a boss around me? If you're, if you're interviewing, you know, at different places, do I have coworkers or colleagues or a boss who's motivating, encouraging, validating, clear, communicates clearly and gives me certainty? Those are all going to be really important components. And so that's just anxious, preoccupied, fearful avoidance, their habits around money, just to go back to the money thing, 
Um, if you haven't reprogrammed a lot of that internalized guilt and shame, because you'll often shame yourself or feel guilty very easily for being imperfect or things like this, internalized guilt and shame, if we feel guilty and ashamed often, what's the, what do you do when you feel guilty? You want to make it better. You want to give things away. And so if you have chronic pervasive states of guilt and shame programmed subconsciously, you can bet you're going to have patterns of self-sabotaging your relationship to money because you're going to go, I'm not deserving. I'm not worthy. Somebody take it, give it away. You don't feel internally like you're a match to build abundance. And, and that's not all FAs, but that's FAs who haven't worked on this yet and figured that stuff out. Um, then when we look at relationships, obviously we know how fearful avoidance impact relationships. In your career, fearful winds are more often going to struggle with authority figures. They're going to seek novelty. They're going to seek that independence. Fearful winds as well have this really interesting combination of like wanting structure, but then also needing to know that they're not stuck or trapped in that structure so that they can kind of like go with the flow. They sort of oscillate, oscillate between their anxious and avoidant side. And, and needing structure and certainty and then needing novelty and they can sort of shift back and forth. And if that balance isn't met in some way, then you can find yourself rebelling like you would to an authority figure in different versions or different forms. Um, fearful avoidance can be overgiving and people pleasing in the work environment, not have appropriate boundaries, not speak up. And that can cause volatility there just like it would in, in the interpersonal relationships with romantic friends, family, so on and so forth. Um, and so we talk about career financial, um, the emotional um, core wounds for fearful avoidant. We know we talk about them on this channel all the time. They share both the anxious and avoidant ones. So the anxious ones we talked about combined with I am trapped, helpless, powerless. Something's wrong with me or I am defective. I am unsafe. Um, I will be betrayed is a huge one. And I am unworthy. Fearful one spend a lot of time, especially in their career and stuff like that, often earning their worth and in relationships big time, as we know, earning their worth as opposed to coming into life in the world with this like assumption or awareness that you are worthy. Um, so there's so much in here, like there's so much to unpack, but those are some of the core wounds, the emotions. Fearful avoidance feel joyful a lot of the time, but they also feel trapped easily. They feel powerless easily. Those actual like emotional feelings of that, not just the core wound. Um, and then they also really struggle with feeling anger a lot of times. And that's because of these behavioral patterns where you have these perceived imbalances created where you're, you know, always like overgiving or overdoing things and then not speaking up for your needs. And then eventually you feel the angry outburst in relationship to that shame and guilt are really big for fearful avoidance. So see how like different attachment styles have different emotional patterns as well, right? And then dismissive avoidance. Um, so we covered, you know, mental, emotional, I'm kind of doing this at like a really high level. We have an in-depth course around this and how to change habits and things like this. But, um, but I just want you to see like that, that it's not the, just like the specific relationship area of your life, that your style, your patterns, your programs, they become pervasive. They become a part of how you relate not just to your relationships, but everything in our life is a relationship. We have a relationship to our own body. We have a relationship to our money. We have a relationship to our career. We have a relationship to all these different elements of life. And so this is going to spill into everything. And then dismissive avoidance, they tend to have the big core wounds around shame and they get wildly affected in their careers by um, sometimes not reaching out and taking opportunities or 
or doing things outside of their comfort zone because they're so busy focused on comfort zone, safety, security, predictability, um, these types of things. And sometimes I've seen like dismissive avoidance who have like amazing ideas or would be great at being an entrepreneur or doing something outside of their comfort zone, but they you know, unless they're doing work on it, they will naturally retract and, and hold themselves back. Not always, but it's definitely a large enough pattern that it's worth discussing. And so because of that certainty seeking, they can also do extremely well in jobs that are, um, you know, very intellectual, obviously dismissive avoidance are a little bit removed from their emotions and tend to live a lot in their heads and use their mental faculties as like one of the primary resources for navigating their world. So they can do really well going into like, you know, a lot of education, going through school for a very long time, and then going into a job where you can move up corporately. Um, and there's lots of room for growth and opportunity. Um, dismissive avoidance can also sometimes be like very kinesthetic learners and, and hands-on learners as well. And, and, and that can make them great with like technology and coding and those sorts of things, but also um, anything in, anything to do with the traits. So you'll see these like different dynamics that are patterns. They're not pervasive, but they are patterns. Of course, there's other things that go into what career we end up in and things like this, but it's important to recognize how your relationship um, to yourself and, and your programming and how that creates the relationship to every single area of your life, how that's impacting. And if we look at finances, sometimes this misavoidance will be savers and not invest their money because they're afraid of risk. Sometimes this misavoidance will carry a lot of shame and so they'll self-sabotage their own relationship to money as well, unless they're working on it. So you can see these different sort of dynamics at play. And then in terms of their emotions, like we were saying, like I was saying, I guess, I always say like we for some reason. <laughs> me and myself. I feel like everything's community, like all of us together are learning. Um, but, um, you know, like I was saying, dismissive avoidance can have this, um, like their emotional patterns tend to be more irritability, um, annoyance, frustration, um, shame, uh, worry. They can have low level anxiety, like a three or four out of 10, they can experience kind of pervasively. They're often in fight or flight state very subtly. So everybody has like their own emotional patterns, their own core wounds. Um, and that's not just showing up in the relationship category. So I thought this was a really important discussion to have. I mean, there's so much more to this discussion. And again, you can learn a lot about this in our um, January course, literally about um, how, I forget how we decided to title it in the end, but it's basically about really, um, your attachment style and your career, how your attachment style affects your habits, how your attachment style affects your relationship to your coworkers and your patterns, like the way you sabotage or not. But again, even just career, it goes beyond that, um, to all seven areas of life to a certain degree, maybe not so much spiritual and maybe physical only a little bit, but like, let's say six and a, five and a half out of seven areas because we'll give physical like a half, but this is pervasive stuff. So we want to understand that not just from this linear relationship perspective and that will empower you to be able to make any changes needed. So hopefully this makes a whole lot of sense. Thank you so much for watching. Please like, share, and subscribe if you're getting a lot of value out of this channel and I will see you in the next video.